Welcome to the Fit and Fearless After 40 podcast, episode number 14. How to eat mindfully to feel great over the holidays. Welcome, we are back with another quick hit of information to help you live a healthier and more fulfilled life. All right. Today, we're going to talk about holiday eating and how to manage your eating habits over the holidays to make sure that you're able to enjoy the foods that you like, but without overindulging and creating new habits or poor habits that will lead you away from your health and fitness goals. So there's five strategies I'm going to share with you today to help you to take ownership over your holiday eating and manage the amount that you're consuming to allow you to enjoy the foods that you like to eat and also to come out of the holidays feeling good and feeling like you haven't taken two or three steps back in your health and fitness journey. There's five strategies that I feel are really important and I'm going to go through those with you. Look, first things first, I love the holidays. I love eating all the different foods of the holidays and getting together with family and there's a whole social aspect to it and that's all awesome and I enjoy it and I love being a part of it so I want to make sure that I can enjoy those things but I like to go in with a plan because that what that allows me to do is make sure that I can a enjoy the foods I like to enjoy but b also make sure that I'm not going to create a scenario where I take too many steps back in my health and fitness journey so number one What we want to do is we want to take control of our environment and remove unnecessary temptations. So what I mean by this is specifically talking about the actual big congregational meals. So if you're getting together with family over Thanksgiving or Christmas, or you have a a time where you're going to have access to a lot of food in one sitting, one of the things you can do is make sure that if you're hosting it, that you get your guests to bring Tupperware containers. So no one leaves the house without their share of leftovers. Then that prevents you from having a overly stuffed refrigerator afterwards with leftovers. Because if you're like me, if it's there, I'm gonna eat it. So that's uh, one way to really help. The second thing is When you're dealing with leftovers from from the meal, you want to make sure that you put them in serving containers that are small enough that it's like an individual serving size rather than putting all your leftovers in a big container. That that will help you not to overeat the leftovers the next day. You just take that small container and you'll eat that size of leftovers. So really you're controlling the amount that you have. Number two, you can simply prepare less food. So less side dishes or the quantity of those side dishes to avoid excess leftovers. Uh, That can be helpful. The other thing is how you design your plate. So you want to fulfill the plate or fill up the plate with uh, your most nutrient dense food. And what I mean by that is the foods that provide the most nutrients per calorie consumed so your protein sources uh, your vegetables the things that you know have the best bang for your buck as far as the time you're eating 
fill the majority of your plate with those things and eat those first. And then you can decide, okay, do I want to have some pie? Do I want to have, you know, some sweet candied sweet potatoes or whatever it is that that uh, you like to enjoy that's a little bit out of your normal eating pattern. So fill your plate with the basics first that are the most nutrient dense, and then you'll have a much better um, way to manage your food intake. Number three, most importantly, is eat slowly. And I can't emphasize this enough. And this is why I call it the most important thing, because it's something you can absolutely control. And it allows you to enjoy your food and be mindful when you're eating. So each bite that you take, chew it completely in your mouth. Pay attention to the taste of the food and enjoy that. And the way to slow it down as well is put your cutlery down between bites. You know, you can have a sip of water before you take your next bite. This will do a couple of things. One is it will not only improve your digestion, it will also allow you to be more sensitive to your fullness cues because your brain will have time to signal, to communicate with the stomach to say, hey, yeah, I'm full, I've had enough. Versus if you're eating really fast and not paying attention and filling your plate you know, full with all this food, all of a sudden, before you know it, you're, you're, you've overeaten and you're uncomfortable and it's not a place you want to be, especially on the holidays, it's about feeling good. So eating slowly can be really, really helpful. So, so far we've had talking about our environment. So leftovers, preparing less food, also uh, filling your plate with, you know, those nutrient dense, dense foods and eating those first before we go to the other, other foods that we might like to eat over the holidays. And number four, which can be super helpful is doing a little bit of calorie modification two to three days before your big meal. So, so for example, it's Wednesday today. If I have, I know I have a big family meal on Saturday, I might start to restrict my calories a little bit uh, the days leading up. So for example, if I'm, you know, 2,500 calories a day that I'm consuming normally is my baseline maintenance type of calories that I normally consume. I might chop off, you know, five to 600 calories per day leading up to that particular day just to help create a little bit of a calorie deficit because I know I'm going to be consuming more during those, those times. So that calorie deficit can come in the form of, of, you know, restricting the amount that you eat a little bit or changing it or it can be from just increasing your activity a little bit leading up to that particular um, occasion. Now, with the activity you do, it's important that because you're going to be adding more, you know, cardio or um, maybe it's strength training is keep it pretty low intensity. What you don't want to do is be doing like super hard, intense workouts prior to more than you normally do because those take a little while to recover from keep it more lower level more comfortable pace and effort um, just to add that extra activity and then you'll be able to recover from it and continue on with your regular workout routine so there's number four
Now, the caveat on that one with any sort of calorie restriction, if you're prone to uh, disordered eating habits, then I would not suggest doing any sort of calorie restriction at all. Or if you're, you know, if you're contemplating holiday fasting, that type of thing, again, you know, consult with your, your doctor, your healthcare provider before doing those type of things. Um, this is only uh, uh, a possible suggestion, but again, if you're prone to any sort of disordered eating, I would not do any sort of calorie restriction or fasting. All right, number five, and this is important, is you want to be active. You want to be active on those days uh, leading up to, and especially on the day that you're going to be eating. So one of the strategies that I like to use is, is adding in a little bit more activity on that day that I'm going to be eating and especially around the actual event. So for example, if I know I'm going to my mother-in-law's place, uh, it's about a 10 minute walk or so, 15 minute walk away. I'll, I'll purposely walk to her house and walk home from the meal just to give a little bit of extra activity into the day. That walking pre and post meal just helps with the digestion a little bit. And that can be really helpful. So adding that normal activity. And then, you know, the next day, you just get back to your normal workout regimen, your normal eating regimen. Um, you know, there's no need to over and keep continue to overindulge. Just get back to your normal routine. And then you'll have, have feel really, really good and, and feel like you've you've been able to enjoy the holidays, but also not have those after effects that tend to happen when you overeat. So that's just a little strategy there that uh, those five that I just discussed that can be really, really helpful. Again, it comes down to planning. So the five steps again, are you wanna control your environment, especially around leftovers, uh, the preparation of the amount of food that you eat, and then looking at your plate when you do eat your food is filling it up with the nutritional superheroes first, those dense proteins, those vegetables, uh, eating the majority of those first, and then you can add in the other foods that you like to eat based on how hungry you feel making sure that you stay hydrated as part of that. So drinking water with your meals, you want to eat slowly. That becomes really important just from a awareness perspective of fullness and also helping with your digestion. And then looking at possibly, you know, a little bit of a calorie restriction heading up the few days before that actual event. Um, again, if you're prone to eating disorders, I would not uh, suggest that. And then, Number five is make sure that you're active on that particular day, that you're going to be eating more, especially pre-meal and even doing a little bit of a walk post-meal, 15 to 20 minutes can make a big difference in just your overall digestion and how you feel. You know, going for a walk, a hike, sledding, cross-country ski, whatever activity is fun on those particular days, it can be really helpful in just helping you feel good and making sure that you're, you're being active and helping with that digestion. And then lastly, you know, enjoy the holidays. You know, if you like to eat food, eat those foods, but go in with a plan. And this will really help you feel good and make sure that you transition out of those holidays, getting back on your normal routine, 
as quickly as possible without feeling too much of a negative after effect from eating on the holiday season. So all the best to you. Happy Thanksgiving for our American friends and wishing you the best of the holiday season coming up. Thank you for listening to this episode. Just a reminder, we have our Endurance Journey Badass Bingo starting December 1st. So if you're looking for some activities to keep you on track in December, you can join our Badass Bingo. Just go to endurancejourney.com and you'll see Badass Bingo at the top and you can sign up for some great activity choices and some opportunities to win some great prizes. If you want to leave some feedback for this episode, you can leave a review. If you have any comments or questions or topic ideas, you can send us an email at info at endurancejourney.com or hit us up on Instagram at endurancejourney or join our free awesome community on Facebook at Fit and Fearless After 40.